Hello, my name's Ian Forth. Welcome to Sombrero Fallout, where we listen to alternative music through the lens of intriguing themes. You know, technology is a funny thing. Uh, I was staring at this microphone for some time. It was staring back at me. We'd had no trouble for, with each other for 128 episodes. And there's Toby joining him with a little bit of tail thumping early in this episode. Uh, and then I stared at it a while longer and it just decided to work. Resistentialism, I believe. It's called when machines don't work for no apparent reason. We are dealing in this episode with the genre of Folktronico, which will please somebody who wanted me to do this episode many, many months ago. And to my great shame, I can't remember who it was, but no doubt they'll write in and tell me. So the moment has arrived, and we're going to be hearing from Odetta Hartman, Moses Sumney, Zamuto, Bibio, Talk Demonic, Isan, Bat for Lashes, Psat, Lemon Jelly, Caribou, Moom, Fortet, Boards of Canada, and to start with, we're going back to what is said to be the birthplace of the genre all the way back in 1991, and it's this. It was up in the mountains. We had this ceremony every year. We had it, and everyone from miles around came in for it. Cousins, aunts, uncles, and the kids. Grandmothers, grandfathers, everyone. Every year, 
Okay, that's Discovery by Ultramarine. First track on their second album, Every Man and Woman is a Star. And we're starting the Folktronica episode there because the album's pastoral sound and incorporation of traditional folk instruments have led critics to credit it as the progenitor of the Folktronica genre. Critic Simon Reynolds, also correspondent uh, of the host of Sombrero Fallout, called the album the first and best stab at that seeming contradiction in terms, pastoral techno, likening it to Acid House suffused with the vokey, jazzy ambiance of Roy Harper, John Martin and the Canterbury scene. Whereas uh, Pop Matters, meanwhile, described the duo of Ultramarine as nature-loving would-be hippies who translated that pastoral ethos into music that was full of breezy mid-tempo rhythms and shaded in with traditional instruments like violin and harmonica, while AllMusic called it a warmly melodic LP of home-listening electronica produced just before the term was coined and an early ambient techno classic. So it's a... Or should we say a, a real sort of fork in the road moment, a uh, moment in time, the early 90s, uh, when a great many uh, genres, I suppose one thinks of, of trip-hop and the aforementioned ambient and coming out of techno into shoegaze, into dream pop, post-grunge, pre-bloody Britpop, etc., etc. Interesting time. Uh, and uh, Folktronica was one of the most interesting genres within that era, within that epoch. But let's fast forward a few years to the end of the 90s and have a look, listen to what was happening way up in the wilds of Scotland.
Alright, that's Turquoise Hexagon Sun by Boards of Canada from their 1998 debut album Music Has the Right to Children, one of the great electronica albums of all time. Is it Folktronica? To me, it is, and I'm running the show. Uh, some people, I believe, would classify it in the genre, and some people might not. It's a pretty loose genre. I'll tell you what the what Wikipedia says is a definition. A genre of music comprising various elements of folk music and electronic are often featuring use of acoustic instruments, especially stringed instruments, and incorporating hip-hop, electronic, or dance rhythms, although it varies based on influences and choice of sounds. The Ashgate Research Companion to Popular Musicology describes Vertronica as a catch-all term for all manner of artists who have combined mechanical dance beats with elements of acoustic rock or folk. Kind of covers most things, really. Um, but this is a personal and highly subjective curated episode, bringing you the best of what I call Folktronica. I hope everyone's well. We're into the new year now. Um, we've already had our first death amongst alternative artists of the new year. Alan Rankin of The Associates has gone to the great alternative musical universe in the sky, tragically, and again, pretty early. And uh, so Billy McKenzie and Alan, Alan Rankin of The Associates have both now left us. And in fact, it was that Associates episode that we, where we were celebrating 25 years since the end of the band that um, Adam Buxton kindly... Uh, highlighted as the episode that he he was really uh, really got him into sombrero fallout so our thanks for, to adam for that and also uh, uh, hearty uh, condolences to family and friends of alan rankin and just while we're on the subject i'd just like to issue a very sincere apology for announcing that lawrence of the band felt had uh, left us on the those who those who left us in 2022 episode last time around he's alive and kicking it is in fact martin duffy the keyboard player who also played keyboards with primal scream who's no longer with us so sincere apologies for that uh mistakes do happen that was a pretty awful one so uh, you know many apologies let us get on with some more folktronica
from their second album, Pause, P-A-U-S-E. That was Fortet, and Everything Is Alright from the year 2001. I once shot a film, a very short film, it's about seven or eight minutes long. We were given access to the studio facilities at the old agency where I used to work, and people were encouraged to shoot a film if they wanted to, use the equipment and get to know it. I took advantage of this, and the reason I bring it up is that the soundtrack to my short film uh, was taken from that album, Pause, and it was Untangle, which I looped around twice to fill out the eight minutes or so. I've still got it on VHS or Umatic or something somewhere. I'm sure it's completely unplayable, and I'd have to go to one of those special shops to get it transferred. But that album, I would say, was the first time I realised something unusual is happening. Discovered it was Folktronica, uh, and I've been a fan ever since. That Pause album is well worth digging out in its entirety. It's a lovely accompaniment, accompaniment to the summer months. A um, bit like when I discovered the Durutti Columns LC 20 years before that. Beautiful late spring, early summer uh, album to put on first thing in the morning. Um, we're into the kind of heartland of the launch phase of uh, Folktronica now. Let's hear another track. Thank you. 
<laughs> I wasn't going to get caught out by that little bit of scratchy scratchiness at the end. That was uh, Hendrix with KO by Caribou. Going to show that Folktronica needn't be Slowtronica. A little bit more upbeat there. Does it count? I think it does. From their 2003 album, Up in Flames. And prior to that, you heard from Scandinavia, Moom with Now There's That Fear Again from their album from the year before, Finally We Are No One. And just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who's been contributing on Friends of Sombrero for that. There's been some excellent posts recently. Gabriel Collins talking about a blondie cover of the door song Moonlight Drive. You can always uh, find plenty of comments about the episodes that, that I put up. Most of them pleasant and favourable, I'm happy to say. Thanks, guys and ladies out there. Uh, let's have a quick look. Doug Evans posting an article about John Lydon competing to represent Ireland in Eurovision. A uh, couple of obits there. Gabriel Collins posting on Jeff Beck, who we wouldn't normally expect to hear from on Sombrero Fall. Obviously, respect to him and his works. Uh, Alan Rankin, we've already mentioned. Stuart Dade mentioning he'd seen Panic Shack and wondered where he'd heard it. Yes, of course, he'd number 31 in the festive 40. Uh, what else? Oh, yes, Doug Evans uh, poses the question, what reunion or new music would you like to see? And that's uh, garnered a huge number of uh, comments of all the way through from Bongwater to Talking Heads, XDC, Joseph K., uh, and all points in between. Marcus Theobald mentioning that uh, he'd like to reunify the faraway voices, his sixth form band at school. Uh, we only played one gig at his 18th birthday party and it was a disaster. So that would be good, Marcus, wouldn't it? Don't really think too many people want to hear from the Gloom Brothers, my university band again, but maybe they would uh, for nostalgic purposes, if not necessarily quality reasons. Right, let's get on with... Oh, by the way, do become a friend of Sombrero Fallout on Facebook if you're not already. Uh, plenty of people joining recently. Or oh, if you prefer, you can write to me directly with your thoughts and comments, as many people do, at iandekerforth at gmail.com. Uh, I-A-N-D-E-E-K-E-R-F-O-R-T-H at gmail.com. And you can find that address on sombrerofallout.com where you can also find all manner of other things such as... Uh, all the old podcasts and episodes list, blogs and track lists, uh, and so on. And so, oh, an artist index as well, and song index, which a lot of people seem to quite like. And why not? Takes me long enough to curate it. <laughs> Am I right? Right, more music. Okay, I'm letting go.
Spacewalk by Lemon Jelly, a single from 2003. Uh, what's been happening around these parts? Well, we've just come back from a few days camping, which was extremely pleasant, quite hot up in the Grampians in central Victoria. We're not long since we were there last time, but crucially the campsite was available. And read a couple of books, really chillaxed, went on a couple of lovely walks, and uh, the edge was very slightly taken off uh, by uh, a huge fight. Uh, amongst uh, a couple of couples, a couple of young couples uh, on one of the campsites just a little, a little way along on the last evening a lot of banging and shouting and smashing things which was a little concerning for a while and then it all calmed down on the upside it had put an end to their very loud party uh, at around 11 o'clock we were bracing ourselves for a 3am finish there but uh, must have been quite a tense drive back, I would have thought, in the car, all four of them the following morning. They'd gone by the time we woke up. And these things happen when you're young. These things happen when you're old as well, occasionally. I've accepted a gig for about ten weeks in uh, mid-February, uh, which is great from an income point of view and annoying from a time point of view, but that's the, that's the conundrum, isn't it, that we have throughout life. And by the way, early heads up, I'm going to take an extended break in the middle of the year uh, while I go on a European jaunt and go over to the UK. haven't been out of the country for four years now, COVID and other reasons, mostly COVID in fact. So um, uh, there's going to be a bit of a lacuna in the steady stream of Sombrero Fallout episodes, but I'm fully intending to be back after a couple of months away and uh, in your ears. More Folktronica, please.
2004, my last complete year in England, in fact. That was from the album of the same name, Tiger My Friend by PSAP, spelled P-S-A-P-P. I've been doing a lot of yakking. So what say we get on to the next track, which the information that's in front of me claims this track is Folktronica. I don't know if I entirely agree, but I really like the track, so I'm going to play it anyway. It's a, it's a win-win in one way. We walked arm in arm, but I didn't feel his touch. The desire I'd first tried to hide tingling inside was gone. album Fur and Gold that's Bat for Lashes 
uh, and What's a Girl to Do from 2006. Kind of folktronica, whatevs, it seemed fine, I liked it. And uh, yeah, the record, let the record book show it's down as folktronica, so it counts, it's in. Uh, by the way, couple of segues ago, um, my pop filter fell off and I can't be bothered to go back and re-record that whole section. So there'll be a little bit of interference uh, just for two or three minutes there. I hope it doesn't erode your listening pleasure too much. Next track.
Staying in 2006 for those two tracks, the first you heard was from the album Toi Gemnopédie, uh, a cover, I suppose, of the Eric Satie original from no, from about 100 years ago. Uh, I um, was expecting at some point in my life for classical music uh, to become a thing that I liked. It hasn't quite happened yet, and I don't know whether you'd count Eric Satie as classical, classical music, but... Uh, I really like the Nocienne and Gemnopédie, and that was uh, numéro un, Long et Douloureux, which was an electronic version of the Sarti track by Folktronica Pioneers Isan. And after that, Mountaintops in Caves from the album Beat Romantic from the same year, 2006, and Talk Demonic. Going to go forward a whole three years to 2009 now.
Well, Ambivalence Avenue by Bibio was number 33 in Pitchfork's Best 50 Albums of the Year 2009. And that was from it, Haikuesque, When She Laughs. It appears to have been some sort of uh, uh, reincarnation from Bibio where he found his, his new direction. Certainly counts as folktronica, I would say. What's next? Uh, we're going to go forward. We're going forward in triennial bursts here, forward to 2012. Thank you. 
from 2012. Forgive the snoring in the background. That's Toby's crashed out on a very hot day. I'm recording this on Saturday in Melbourne. It's been uh, way up in the mid-30s. That was Yay by Zamuto from their album Zamuto from 2012. And we're into the final two tracks on our Folktronica episode. Here they come. On the 
And that concludes proceedings for this evening. I'm knocking the bales off the wickets. I'm pointing to the pavilion. That's the end of the Folktronica episode, the uh, much-anticipated Folktronica episode, and I sincerely hope it met all your expectations. The last track you heard there was from the album uh, from 2018, Old Rockhounds Never Die, and it was Odetta Hartman and the track Widow's Peak. And before that from 2016 a couple of years before from the lamentations ep you heard moses sumney and worth it um, sombrero fallout senior personnel will be hitting the bowling alleys of preston in northern melbourne tomorrow because it's part the annual partners event uh, with the members of our book club plus partners so we'll be having a chicken in the basket meal around the midday followed by some exciting bowling action just like John Tatura in the Big Lebowski. I'm going to be sorting out my uh, uniform uh, immediately after the recording of this podcast. Well, that was fun. I finally managed to get around to doing the Folktronica episode. Uh, special mention to Adrian Langford, my friend, who once he heard 2017 by Fortet a few years ago, uh, said that uh, he was normally broad-minded, but he could not see what anybody saw in Folktronica. To him it sounded like test card music. So that was especially for you Adrian, uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends and uh, (laughs) we don't always share the same taste in music but we're 
brought together by the Broad Church of Sombrero Fallout. Lovely to be talking to you again. Have a great start to 2023, and I'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.